Hi, Facebook, and hope everybody else is also joining us on our Instagram lives. So today I'm talking about basically something that maybe a lot of you are struggling with when it comes to getting fit, want to get stronger. Well, hopefully we're not trying just to get fit because if you're following my podcast last week, you can't just get fit. You have to build some strength. You want to try and lose weight. You want to try and develop something. Now, I had a lot of people interact with me earlier this week going, hey, Sean, I'm actually struggling to stick to a program, struggling to stick to a habit. I want to create something. And so today I'm going to be going through exactly how we can do this and exactly how we can start to um, get you guys understanding what we want to do as well. So if you're trying to get fit, oh, I should really stop saying that. If you're trying to build muscle, if you're trying to understand more about nutrition, if you're trying to learn a new movement, if you're trying to become a new person in the gym, well, guess what? We're going to help you with some tips that will help you through and how you can stick to them because it's already nice to be able to be motivated. Motivation gets us all started. Don't get me wrong. I'm a New Year's resolutioner. It got me motivated. But New Year's resolutions didn't help me go all the way through. It was more about being disciplined. And that's exactly what helped me. So I want to be able to help you guys and use four small, simple things that are going to help you stick to your exercise program, stick to your nutrition program, and become more disciplined as a person. So if you don't know me already, my name is Sean. I'm from Momentum Active Remedy. I am an owner as well with my wife, and we have a team of exercise physiologists and personal trainers who specialize in rehabilitation in injuries and sports, as well as uh, lifestyle changes in personal training as well. And I myself am an exercise physiologist and also a personal trainer. Today, I'm going to go through four small tips that will help you get more consistency, become a better person, become a better version of you, okay? So first of all, let's understand what is a habit. A habit is something that you do automatically. There's a part of the brain that basically goes, hey, look, I'm the basal ganglia, and I'm going to tell you what to do even when you don't know what you're doing. So what does that mean? Have you ever had that moment when you're, you know, this happens to me all the time. I'm driving home from work, and I know I have to pick up my wife from my mother-in-law's house and I go one way and I'll be talking to my wife on the phone as well and she'll be like where are you and I'm like I'm on I'm in this exact location right here she goes you've went the wrong way haven't you And I was like what do you mean I'm on the way to get you and I was like no you're not you're on the way to go directly home I was like oh I am because my brain has now just gone I need to do this and it's a force of habit maybe at times uh, there's been stories of people who have you know worked in retail and you get vouchers and vouchers and you just rip it and cut it rip it and cut it and then maybe you've accidentally cut someone's credit card. You just looked at yourself going, what did I just do? That's exactly what a habit is. Now, our brain can't determine if something is a good habit or a bad habit because that is subjective. That is dependent on your goal. So what we want to do is be able to teach you what we need to do. Now, first of all, if you're listening to this, more than likely you want to be fitter. More than likely you want to be stronger. More than likely you may want to put on weight if you're a skinnier person or maybe you want to lose weight because you want to be able to fit and be what you want to be like. We don't judge people here. Everyone has different goals. Now, first of all, I love this rule here. It makes me feel really motivated. I'll tell you a little bit of a story about it. When I first started exercising, I was the age of a rightful 18, and I was 42 kilos and 179 centimeters. I'm still the same height, and I'm definitely not 42 kilos anymore. Now, before that time, there was not a lot of social media out there. I think the best thing that there was was maybe Facebook. 
Uh, Instagram was very, very in its primitive stages and YouTube was, you know, growing too. It was probably one of the second largest ones. So what I did was I had, uh, I had YouTube. Yes, I did. And this new subscription thing was like, well, what is this? I actually don't know what it means. So I clicked on a lot of YouTube stuff and I go, hey, look, there's some fitness channels out there. I'm just going to subscribe to it. And what happened was it gave me a notification every single time there was a new video and I'd watch it and I'd study it and I'd love it. And it wasn't anything to do with me learning things, honestly. It was just me immersing myself with it. Now, one thing I didn't know what I was doing and 10 years down the track, now I do, was as I was making it obvious. I was trying to put it in front of me as much as possible. Now, new story as well. When I was in high school, I used to study Japanese. And my Japanese teacher used to be like, hey, look, this is what you can do. You can start to put some of these cards all over the house. And when you see it, you read it and you recognize it. I didn't know at the time. I didn't know at the time, but this is the rule that we're playing with. We're calling it make it obvious. Now, you can't do that at the gym. Actually, you can. You can't really do this at home or to a certain extent. Now, for example, I've told somebody if you want to be able to do some, you know, extra squats, extra push-ups, and actually me and my cousin Paul are doing this right now. We're gamifying it. We told ourselves whoever can get the most amount of videos on our Facebook group. We do have a private members Facebook group as well. Whoever can get the most amount of videos doing push-ups or pull-ups, whoever gets the most amount of videos in a seven-day span owes this person a coffee. And the reason why we're doing this is because we're making it obvious. Now, for me, this is my strategy to make it obvious. I put my pull-up bar always in the doorway leading to my office room. And for those of you who don't know me, I spend quite a bit of time in my office room. I walk past it and I do it. Now, I've told another person who wanted to get a little bit fitter and just get some extra exercise in. I said, why don't you put that stationary bike, and he has all the room in his house. Why don't you put that stationary bike right next to your couch while you're watching TV? Because you'll always see it. Now, the inverse part of this is some people will have snacks all over their desk. And if you keep seeing it, you're going to more than likely interact with it. You're going to be more aware of it. It's very much obvious that you are just looking at it and you possibly would eat it. So what are we going to do about it? Now, like I said, maybe you guys are already past this stage. You're already exercising, but there's small things that you just don't remember. And I, well, if you haven't already known, I'm a big person on believing your why goals, your desire. What do you desire when it comes to this? Well, to make sure we know what you want to do, I would like you to put a goal board up. And not just, hey, I want to do this, and you write it on a scrunchy piece of paper. Actually do it and invest some time into this. Now, for some of us, we may want to put it on a beautiful collage. You put it on your phone wallpaper. That's what I was going with. Your desktop, of your, your wallpaper of your desktop. And you can see it all the time. Put it somewhere where you always see it and put a lot of effort into it. Because the more effort you put into it, the more you can see it, the more that you're going to appreciate how you can stick to a habit, okay? You never forget why you start something. That's number one. Let's go into number two. So like I said, we are developing a habit. Now, I like to get people to understand their habit. So what do you already do? What do you want to do? And how do we combine it? So what I'm talking about is start to realize and make things obvious of what you're doing. Like I said, our brain has this thing where we can be very much automatic. We do a lot of things automatically. You don't have to think about brushing your teeth. You don't have to think about maybe making your coffee in the morning. 
But when we start putting things into perspective and putting it back into our obvious forefront or、uh, frame of mind, we can start to go, okay, now that we realize it, now we can change it. So let's try and think about something that you already do that's not so bad and not so counterintuitive to your why goal, as we talked about in step one. What can you do to combine to it? So, for example, I have a friend,、um, and if you don't know already, his name is Stefan. He joins us on Instagram Live on Fridays. He likes to write down three grid, three gratuities, three gratitudes, or three affirmations, and read it and also write it. Now, if I were to ever do this, which I don't, I actually really want to try. But if I were ever to do this, I know that the first thing that I do is wake up. When I wake up, put my toothpaste on my toothbrush. And I actually start brushing my teeth. I walk to the kitchen and I start frothing the milk inside our Nespresso machine. Now that's my morning ritual. I actually don't have much attention towards this. When I'm doing this, this will be probably the perfect time for me to either read my affirmations or write three gratitudes. Now I'm pretty rushed in the mornings because I am like that. If I can start to sleep a little bit early and wake up that little bit earlier to write three things. Three goals, three affirmations, or read three, write three gratitudes and read three affirmations. That would be the place and time right there, because I know I can't get my day started without my coffee, and I know I always brush my teeth. I hope to think I always brush my teeth in the morning. So, what can you start to do now? Now, for those people who are looking to start something, maybe it's about when you walk into the house. Before you do, you take your shoes off, or what you might do, pack your bag, put everything away from work away. Don't see it. That's rule number one. The inverse of number one: don't make it obvious. You don't want to see your work stuff anymore. Then you can start to do something. Maybe you want to do ten push-ups. Maybe you want to do a five-minute walk. Maybe you want to do ten squats. Now I'm not going to lie: five push-ups, ten squats is not going to do much for your goals. But it's about making sure you can action something. It's not perfect. Don't worry about perfect. We can make it perfect later on. Get it consistent. Start it now. I have a few people in my groups, especially when it comes to my my private inner circle groups. And what I mean by that is my clients. They talk about making sure that they can start eating better, so they can get closer to their goals. So that could be losing weight, or it could be gaining weight. Now, the first thing is a lot of them would be like, "Hey, look, how many macros do I eat? What's my calories?" I don't like them doing that just yet. The reason why is because first of all, they think, "Oh, this is tedious. Oh, now I have to start tracking some more." Oh, now、I、have to do this. First thing I want to do is develop the habit. So I don't want them to analyze anything. All I want them to do for the time being is take their photo, and then send it to me. As simple as that. Before you start eating, take a photo of your food, send it to me in a message or an email or post it on the Facebook group. The reason why is because it's not hard. It's actually very very simple to start implementing this. And I don't want them to get overwhelmed by calories and tracking macros and where am I at this point in time. It is a very effective tool to use. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not what we need to do at this point in time. I want to get them to start taking photos because then you start becoming that little subconsciously aware. You go, oh, just ate like a hash brown. Do I have to post this? Yes, I do. You post it and you go, hmm. All right. Next time, I'm going to be more cautious about what's happening later on in the day. Maybe I'm going to be more cautious about what I'm eating for dinner. Make me, maybe I'm going to make sure that my snacks aren't too bad, or maybe I need to cut down on my portion sizing on dessert. 
See, what we've done here is we've not calculated any calories or any macros, we just became more aware. If they can start doing that, then we can start working on perfection. The first thing to do is start is to get started. And I think a lot of people out there get very overwhelmed when they start thinking, oh no, I have to do it. And if I don't do it perfectly, what's the point in doing it? And that's a very, very bad way of thinking of things. I want everyone to understand that it's better to get started and do it wrong. Then we can perfect it down the path as opposed to just doing it or not doing it at all. It's a very hard way to think about it. So what I've talked about there is two habits that basically get started and making sure you can stack it with something that you're doing already. Now, the third one is probably the most important one. And I really do try and get people to understand this when they start becoming part of momentum. And it's accountability. First of all, maybe people don't understand what accountability is. And I had a few people in the last you know, 10 years I've been a personal trainer who want accountability but don't want accountability. And I'll tell you a little bit more in a moment. Accountability is basically someone who tells you, hey, are you pulling your weight? Are you up to the challenge? Are you going to come meet me or are you going to just let me down kind of thing? And it goes the other way around to you as well. You can't let someone else down. You kind of want to prove to people that you are worth it. So that is accountability. That's the reason why we hire professionals to do something. It's the reason why we hire people to help us. It's the reason why we try to learn because you can technically do everything by yourself. But to do it the best way possible, get a professional to keep you accountable and also teach you along the way. Um, a lot of teachers and professionals will be able to foresee mistakes that you could have or see things that you don't already see and just in an instant because they've seen thousands and thousands of reps or hours or exposed to it for a long period of time. So here are some accountability tips that you can have. Now I've got, <laughs> I will tell you a story now. So I had a person who wanted to learn how to do push-ups and I wanted to see them get this push-up essentially. I really, really wanted them because it's simple. It's basic. Once you get one push-up, you get two push-ups. Once you get two push-ups, you get five. And then it just goes on and on and on. So I trained him for about seven weeks and we weren't getting closer to the push-up. And seven weeks later, I was really much going, hey, look, it's still been seven weeks and I haven't seen you send me a video of your push-ups. I don't know how you're doing this because you do it okay when you see me. But if you're saying you're training four days a week and you're doing them incorrectly, it's not benefiting us. We need to make sure we can help you. And with this day and age with technology, we can go, hey, look, just film it and send it to me in a private message and then we can give you some feedback. Well, and behold, I said, look, it's been the eighth week now. Didn't get any videos. And I said, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep you accountable. I got a piece of paper and wrote it on my, actually wrote it on my iPad. I don't know why I said it like that, but I was really excited to. Wrote on my iPad and go, hi, name, we'll have to send Sean three videos of my push-ups during the duration of the next seven days. If I do not do this, I will now start to do, I owe Sean 10 push-ups, essentially. Okay, that's an accountability contract. We did that, signed it, signed it, and did it from there. Next seven days come, he didn't show up, sent me a message saying, hey, Sean, I've canceled my appointments. I don't want to do this anymore. Sending videos is annoying. I was like, okay, what really happened there was that the contract was obviously breached, but accountability was not something that we wanted to do. It was almost like we were too afraid to be able to do it. Now, 
if I had not written that contract, probably he'd still be training me with this day. But I wanted to get results. And I really wanted to help him. But it was a bit of a shame that he couldn't meet the demands of what but essentially was going to benefit him. And honestly, what he paid for. That's a bit of a sad one. But you can also implement that with a friend. So you can always go, hey, look, you can help me do this. If I don't do this, I owe you 50 bucks for no good reason. You lose something. But if you win, you save that 50 bucks, okay? You do have to find out if you want a reward or you prefer punishment. The next thing is being primed because I know that uh, self-control can get you in so far. So if, say if your habit was to make sure you cook at home, the control to not being buying something, that only can get you so far. So you need to find, find what your priming is. And what every single habit or every single thing that we do is based off this. It's a cue, action, and reward. Now, if you don't know what a cue is, it's basically something that gets us going. Okay, It's something that kind of goes, oh, that's what it is. For the people who are training, it's kind of like that cue where everyone squats and your toes are down. So you go toes down, but then everyone teaches you to do heels down for some reason. And then toes are always rising. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, push through the heels. Anyway, I'm kind of just dilly-dallying from there. So what can we do when it comes to trying to prime or trying to understand your habit? It's cue, action, reward. So maybe if you're driving home from work and you see Hungry Jacks on your right, your cue is to see it. Then you get hungry. Your action is to go buy it. And then your reward is to eat it, right? You save some time. Yeah, good on you. But we need to understand that if you didn't drive that way, if you drove the other way and you didn't see the Hungry Jack, would you buy it? Probably not. Okay, probably not. So understand the cue, action, reward. Because not all rewards are actually positive. It's the action of the reward. The one thing that I also understand about myself is when I am very hungry, and I am not prepared, I just want to eat the first thing that I see. Okay, so I know that my cue is lack of preparation and also hunger. Another cue that I know that I understand is if I'm really, really stressed, I just want to eat trash food, I don't want to cook. So I need to understand my, once again, bring it to the forefront. If I'm stressed, I want to eat something bad, I try and get an action to reward me for that instant. So maybe understand what your cues are, okay? So this is where things work. If you were to walk home and your cue is you see that bike that we mentioned because we made it so damn obvious, maybe that cue is to actually use the bike and interact with it. The action would be to use the bike. The reward would be, hey, look, I put some, you know, I made a small little deposit into my health. I try and give as many cues as possible to every single person that works with me. And what I mean by this is I will send them a Facebook message, I'll send them a text message, I'll send them an email reminder, I'll post it in our private Facebook group, that, hey guys, you need to message me and just tell me how your week's going. Other than that though, I can say to them, make sure you put it on your, on your Monday calendar as a notification, email Sean, you know, but how else can you do that? There's only so much that we can do until a person needs to take responsibility for that. And we always try to do the best. We want to do the best as much as we can. So that's what we can do in terms of cue, action, and reward. Now understand this one thing, okay? The influence of positivity comes later, generally for things that are better for you. Because the reward is naturally in delay and the pain is instant. What I mean by that is things like, things that you probably don't like, that are probably good for you, is instantly like amazing. You know, you love it for now, but the consequences are not so great. Let me just restart. I'm not sure if I actually confused myself there. So 
Let's go with exercise. Maybe you don't like exercise. Instantly in that motion, you probably hate it. But in some sort of delay, could be you know, six minutes, six hours, one year, who knows, right? You'll definitely thank yourself for it. Unless you're training like an idiot. Sorry, didn't mean to say it like that. It also works the other way around with things that aren't so great for us. So let's have a think about it. Maybe you really want to eat that junk food. Or maybe you really want to drink, you know, five beers. You may in that instant feel great about it. But it's five years down the track, six years down the track. If you keep going down that path, are you actually going to be in a sense of delayed consequences? So we want to make sure we can understand this. So everything is going to be primed by making sure you have a good understanding of cues, your environment. Do you have a proper accountability as well? Hopefully this has helped you out. Those three things I think will help you quite a bit. My number one was making things obvious. When I was using social media, when I was a little bit more, when I was out there, all I ever followed on my Instagram was only people who aligned with my goals. And that's either people who did powerlifting, did bodybuilding, ate healthy, had good recipes, all those things there. And even to a certain extent, they started coming into the education as well, which is great. Number two was making habits and understanding it. So I wouldn't try and create a brand new habit out of the blue. I would try and create a habit that happened to be around another one that I did. So I was talking about affirmations, writing three goals for the day, maybe writing three gratitudes before you sleep or making sure you do that before you drink your coffee. Those are things that you can start to implement, okay? Maybe you need to just do 10 squats before you walk into your door, into your room or into your house. You know, think of small little things that can be done and it becomes easier. The third one is accountability, making sure you have some sort of way to understand your accountability. I think um, having someone to talk to, a friend, if you really need to, write a contract where you lose or win something because that always makes it good. And that's what we also call gamifying. So gamifying can be a sense of a contract as well for accountability. Um, I want to leave it there because I am blabbering a little bit. But if you have any questions, feel free to let me know. I want to obviously help as many people in the world as possible. So let me know if you have anything. Give me a DM. I am technically out of office right now, but I will still answer your questions. If you need anything, let me know and I'm going to leave it there. If you like this podcast, give us a thumbs up or a score and I really hope to help everyone out there. So give me a DM. Thank you.